guest. We have said from the middle of America in Iowa. How are you doing there, yeah. Sed? I'm I'm doing well. DJ, right. DJ Posera, that's why that's how I refer to you. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know okay. if you want to keep your full identity a secret or not, but uh, no, anyway. no, you could call me. Yeah, you could call me Sed Severino, whatever. Sed Severino. Uh, yeah in the house via Skype. And as this is your first time, I'll explain what we're doing here. This is the Obscurity Quiz, where we rank albums from the most to least famous or most to least obscure. You've talked about some of these albums as we prepared for our episode today. And I'm looking forward to talking about our two album picks. But for now, I want to know uh, your, your general thoughts. You've said that you mostly consider quality rather than obscurity, which I think most people probably do. But yeah. what would what is your idea of an obscure album? How do you know if an album is successful or obscure or famous? What are, what are your standards? Have you thought about it at all? Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. Is, is obscurity desirable in some way? I mean, <laughs> to, to me, I don't think the artist desires obscurity unless Probably they're not. like, other than maybe certain bands, like, I don't know, I would think of like maybe Brian Jonestown Massacre or something like that. Like certain bands <laughs> seems to deliberately go out of their way to sabotage any actual sense of like mainstream success or something mm -hmm. like that because they have artistic integrity that seems kind of incompatible with it. You know, mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of what I was mentioning with Modest Mouse, sort of had they stayed truer to themselves, they wouldn't have met with mainstream success. Maybe it was their musical evolution, but it seemed kind of coincidental for them to suddenly start writing more radio friendly songs mm -hmm. when they signed definitely, with the definitely an evolution, an evolution yeah. of their sound. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that this nurses band. I, I did they break? They broke up, right? Various iterations of who's included, and we'll talk about that during the episode. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves there, but oh, yeah, yeah. There's time. Who who would you say would you expect to have heard of somebody before or not? That's I think the question we we generally come to. We in the past I've talked about the mom test. If your mom has heard of them, then they're not obscure. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I mean my mom fair. hasn't heard of anyone. My mom was like, didn't know how to pronounce Beyonce's name at the Super Bowl. You know, it's so <laughs> like say super obscure. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's like my mom doesn't know any modern music. So, right. you know, like Taylor Swift might be considered obscure to my mom. I, I don't know. I, not not really. But like Billie Eilish would be considered okay. obscure or something when she's very mainstream. So to, to me, I think, especially because of where I know you and from that context, it seems like, I, I don't know, in the radio show era or something like that, liking obscure music was in some respect desirable and coveted, just sort of like <laughs> I cultivated an interest in pretentious films that were somewhat more inaccessible to a general audience. Like, it seems like that was sort of an Oberlin ethos in, in, oh, yeah. in, in a certain respect, right? Um, for sure, yeah, yeah. Status symbol. Yeah, I mean, I just study theory of everything there. So talking about things that were esoteric. So that's kind of what I consider maybe obscure. And I think The Fall that, that you chose is sort of a band that somewhat stands out and not necessarily do intentionally. But I think Marky Smith maybe could have done things that I guess would have just been good for him. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. 
lay off the speed and the alcohol and treat people better. And nah. that, yeah, that might have led to his band being more successful. Or I think The Fall, like some other bands, Guide by Voices is one of them, suffers from too much production. They put mm, out quantity, too much quantity, stuff. Yeah, quantity, sure. excess of quantity. Like, it's great that you produce all that stuff, but like Marquis Smith's really good stuff, like this Nation Saving Grace, some of that stuff can be lost in the catalog of the other crap that he put out, you know? So. <laughs> sure, sure. There's, yeah. You can be too prolific and, and miss out I, on the good stuff. Oh, like I was say, like Neutral Milk Hotel, mm-hmm. they're so memorable because they came out with two albums and an EP. and Polar opposite, yeah. That are just... Gotcha. Great. Yeah. If they came out with other stuff and Led Zeppelin had John Bonham not died, they could have produced a lot of crap in the 80s and 90s. You know? <laughs> Certainly. That's as most uh, classic rock acts did, I think. Would say. Right. Like the but, Stone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Same with the Beatles. It's good that they broke up. Yeah. 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 There's creative destruction that keeps things concentrated, keeps the good stuff from getting too dispersed. I want to explain then uh, not all moms are creative equal. We've established some moms are hipper and cooler and more with it than others. So I think what I've done with the obscurity quiz is I've tried to find an objective source oh. uh, other than album sales. And my, so my mom I, was super cool yeah. in the 60s, though. I just want yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has their time. Wanna, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. And coolness <laughs> does tend to fade with time, I'd say. Right. It's yeah. hard to stay yeah. cool, right? So, yeah. anyway. You know, the objective measure we use is, I don't know if you're familiar with the All Music Guide. Have you ever, ever gone there? No, no. Okay, well then, so this will be especially difficult for you. So they they have basically, (laughs) they try to have a wide variety and not not quite all music of uh, reviews and they give five-star rating and so on. And on that site, uh, users users can go and rate albums, give them one to five stars by themselves. And so I'm not as much interested in the zero to one to five-star rating because everybody who goes there probably is going to give it five stars. Like, for example... The fall, every they have a very fervent following, and so on, and so yeah. they're very, very likely to get a very high rating. It's going to be skewed high anyway. So what I'm more interested in is how many people bothered to register and then click on the stars. So for ah. example, uh, uh, someone like you two is going to have thousands and thousands of them, and they're going to be. So I consider them to be very popular and well known. Whereas the the albums featured on our our podcast tend to be ones that have a very low number or maybe even no user reviews at all. Okay. Yeah, I I, I look at Metacritic. I guess I care more about what critics think than the random masses, right? Yeah, I I totally do, too. I totally do, too. I I think average people have nothing interesting to say, basically. (laughs) No no credibility. This is great for this podcast for the public, or I guess this is more, maybe this is more of an elitist podcast. There we go. (laughs) Our noses are firmly in the air and and upward. So uh, let me let me run down for our listeners who are, are listening along to this game who can play along. Uh, the album, there are six albums this time. I'll tell you I'll tell you each of them, and uh, you can tell me which ones you think are obscure and which ones you think are better better known. From A to F, A is the Fall, this nation's saving grace from 1985. B is our pick, The Faint, Dance Macabre from 2001. C is Neutral Milk Hotel. In the Aeroplane Over the Sea from 1998. D is Death from Above 1979. Your Woman, I'm a Machine from 2004. E is Morrissey, Ringleader of the Tormentors from 2006. And F is our second album pick, Nurses Dracula from 2011. 
What do you think? What's famous? What's not? I'm just going to get, and this is based on my ignorance of the band, because mm-hmm. I didn't know Nurses prior to discussing it with you. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a band that you suggested who's particularly into more obscure. So I, I would guess that they're the most obscure of, okay. of, the, of the music. Yeah. Okay. Start from uh, start from the most famous is usually usually where. Oh, where you want to start from the most famous? Okay. I'll, I'll then remember I'm gonna, that last. F is last. But what 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 is the most famous of those albums? I'm gonna say probably Morrissey, even though okay. Ringleader of the Tormentors is not a great album. It's still Morrissey. Sure. And That's the pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my that would be my guess. Yeah. Okay. And uh, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Second, I'd say I'm going to say Neutral Milk Hotel is the second, okay. just because it's had such an influence on indie rock that came afterwards. Third, I'm going to guess the the Fall just has a substantial fan base, and they came along in the late '70s, so that fan base can range from people in their 60s, 70s, or whatever now to people to people in their 20s now. So I'm going to guess the the Fall after that. For this nation's saving grace, I'm gonna guess Death from Above, 1979, less famous after that, especially since they just came out with new music. Maybe had they not gotten back together, it could have been otherwise. But and and they were again greatest show I've ever seen. This this hmm. I, I don't know. I get that later. But so then the faint and then nurses. Dude, okay. So your answer is E C A D B F, and I think you did pretty well. You got the, just the first one. I'll, I'll run it down for you. The actual answer is C-A-E-D-B-F. So actually, Neutral Milk Hotel is the most famous album on there. It has uh, 3,137 ratings. Maybe because so many people want to give that five stars. I think it's a great album. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'll, I'll share my thoughts. I think also that who is reading a music review today? Is that something that people still do or that people ever did? And I think that uh, people who listen to that album are tend to be more more literary, let me say, oh, and more sure. likely to actually be able to read a music review as opposed to some other fans. It was so important for a whole whole generation of, of college students and liberal arts students and so forth. So I guess that's yeah. just the, the demographic that's going to go to this website and rate them. My personal thoughts, after hearing it almost every day for three years in college, and uh, <laughs> I think I own it. I own it, but I've probably listened to it twice since graduating 20 years ago. It's a great workout album, man. It's a good, it's like from start to finish. It's like got, uh, got a lot of upbeat stuff. The guy was pretty religious, and it's about a uh, Jewish girl. And oh, Frank. And Frank. And Frank. And Frank. Yeah. So it's interesting source material for kind of more ironic, jaded attitude. It was sort of it's oh, very okay. it's very sincere. It's, yes, it's really sincere. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And I and I saw them. Yeah, I saw them in Kansas City, and it was I sung along to every song. It was it was wonderful. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you can do that in a concert, that's 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 definitely a plus. Yeah, I, I think I just it probably got played to death for me. <laughs> we could talk a whole show, and I'm sure many people have. I'm sh- and absolutely sure, in fact, that people have spent an entire podcast episode talking uh, about that. I've had, so we'll yeah, we'll 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 move on. Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> second is the fall. The fall had 528 user ratings. I think you're absolutely right that they're they've been around a long time. They've got a lot a, a, a strong following. I do know a lot of different. Like I believe, I think that album has like a 10 on Pitchfork. Whoa. 
it's one of the few albums that has like a 10 rating. Yeah. Golly. I, I think I remember that. Let me actually. There probably are not a lot of them. I know that they're very particular there. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll have to listen to it then. So I've only heard a little bit of The Fall, and I don't get it, <laughs> frankly. Oh, really, man? I saw, I saw yeah. Marky Smith a couple of times. Saw them at the, whatever. Hitting Factory? Yeah, in New York, and then I saw them at the Glass Factory in Pomona, where they didn't have alcohol. It was interesting. And coast he was uh, he was really out of control on one of that last tour, but anyway. All right. Well, we'll talk about what makes a great live show and how important that is again. So, yeah, that must be why I don't get it. The albums they haven't done anything for me. And I'll, I'll listen to that because it's a 10. But oh, I, no, I don't know. it's still not a great live show. Yeah, the albums just do something for me. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Cool, cool. So third is E is Morrissey, ringleader of the Tormentors that had 423 ratings. You're just like bringing out all the hits here that I don't really get. I, I was never a Smith fan but uh, what do you think you you, you oh, man, I, I don't know how you're not i, I mean yeah because you were always into tech though right i mean more so yeah. electronic more stuff. so more yeah, so. Yeah. Like Morrissey was in some respects like a predecessor of emo or something. I, sure. I, I, I love Morrissey. My wife and I are flying to Vegas to see Morrissey. I've seen him three or four. I was supposed to see him for the fourth time playing with Interpol in Chicago, but my ex is a sociopath. That's, that's, another, that's another topic. <laughs> another topic. Another topic. Yeah. Sure. Another, for another day. All right. Cool. cool, cool. Well, I, I respect them. I just, it's one of those artists that I, I have to respect that they've been so influential and so on that I don't don't just don't particularly care to listen to. So fourth is Death from Above, 1979. That album had 336, and I, I will say I was impressed because usually if something is over 200, I've heard of them. I had never heard of this band. You said they put on the best concert you've seen. Want to elaborate? Yeah. Well, it's a drummer and a bassist, so it's pretty interesting. They took the two-piece thing that, that you know the White Stripes did and just did a bassist, and the drummer is the singer, and he's incredible. And then they, then they came out with Outrageous Now, and there was some drunk kid who got up and played on the kit when he was like, <laughs> like moving around and stuff, and he, he's Canadian, so he demanded that they let the kid stay. It was like, just, you know, like, it's like telling security, no, 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 let him stay on stage and stuff. <laughs> he was just, he was like, I just had to come back and play my thing. So, you know, he, wow. he like he threw the kid off the kit. But yeah, it's a, it was a great job. Oh, that's, those Canadians are polite to a fault, for sure. Uh, bands with the, the drummer, also the singer, I probably could not name very many of them. That's a tough one to do. Oh, all right, cool. Okay, I only have obscure ones on my mind, but uh, yeah, I have to have to think for a while. So that concludes, and then the last, The Faint only had 75, and Nurses Dracula only had 8, and we'll talk about both of them in our program, but we'll move into the formal episode, and thank you for playing the Obscurity Quiz. Hope it was a challenge, and remember that there is no pop on Auto Obscurity. You knew it was coming. Not a pop quiz. Obscurity Quiz. Thank you. 